0: along with
1: us as we discuss our heritage for our legacies
2: welcome to our journey all
1: right.
2: Are we record yes okay sorry all right so they today we're at Lithonia, georgia we're up here at uncle tommy and aunt lois's house today's guest is the whole family everybody's in the room here with us Um. Thought he's had something on his heart that he wanted to say, and we come to, to get that message. Um, we got Gina sitting here with us. I kind of conned her into sitting there because it's about the babies. Um, But today, we told everybody we was going fishing.
1: Yeah, and that's what we had kind of talked about. This is the fishing trip that never was. All right. We did invite everybody to come with us, but the weather was pretty bad looking. And so the fishing trip kind of fell apart. But we, we were determined that we wanted to come see our family. And, and the, what I'd like to say is when we got here, the weather was horrible. But <laughs> within a few minutes, it, it, it's a beautiful day up here now. The sun's out. And the devil lost. We won. But uh, here we are in Uncle Tommy's living room, um, the place where I almost died one of the times. <laughs> um, one of the many times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we might let Scotty tell y'all that, that story after a while. But, um, well, um, it's funny how each
0: week we get together and we talk about things. And um, when we talk about fishing, Like I said, I think last week, um, I'm the, I like to fish. I said that on the way up here, I like to hunt. It's just not a priority for me. Um, It was more of a priority to come up here to the family. Um, My daughter and my wife are in Jacksonville playing ball today. Um, But I told them, I said, uh, I got somewhere to go. And Lizanne looked at me and she said, wherever you need to go, daddy so um it's it as we were talking earlier this morning and walking and and enjoying the the weather nature that God created for us um it's just been amazing how, in all of our journeys, our priorities have turned different directions than where we were headed um to wind us up here and and I have memories I don't even know until somebody said it (laughs) that I had. (laughs) Somebody said something about strawberries and it jogged a memory. Um, I don't even know how old I was when I
1: was
0: here. But it's just been really neat how things have come together.
2: I'm just glad that you got your your breath before we come in here to record. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we went on a hike. We went on a hike. We we stopped by the place where Evan cut his foot yep, open. That's right. In the creek, and thought he took us down there where he's killed many a deer. Seen right. many a deer. It's a pretty place. Um, you wouldn't ever expect it up here in the middle of this metropolis that they live in, but this is this is you know heavenly up here. You know, it's it is. It's, yeah. it's nice. Um, and it. It brought back several memories when I pulled in the driveway to see those sloping, the sloping yard and different yeah. levels. but um Scotty, um, nice. can you what's, what's a favorite verse that you might have in this season? What, what's a verse that, that you keep on your heart that keeps you going?
3: I've had this one verse on my heart for a long time: Psalms 119,105. It's Thy Word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. And you know, I—it's just been there, and it wouldn't go away. It was a verse that that led me to finding who I was, and that person who I was after examining is not the person that I needed to be, and. You know, I tried to do things on my own and leave God out of it, thinking I could handle it. Well done that. But it come to a realization, you know, I had run from it, like I said, and things in my life were going, they were going good. It was nothing really wrong, but I was running from God. And our cousin, Julie, put out a, actually a video, her walking down the dirt road. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
3: Talking about starting a Bible plan because she stated she never read the Bible all the way through but she knows the Bible like you wouldn't believe and I didn't join it it's like God telling me you should this you should join but I'm like no, oh, I got this and then Emmy done the same thing she invited me to join that plan I did not do it I waited about 50 days and things in my life were starting to you know turn around the right way and I got into God's Word, and once I got into God's Word, it just things started changing. It, you know, I didn't feel defeated anymore. The sin and shame was gone, and those things that I used to do, I don't desire anymore. It's just been so much better, and that was I'm thankful for this podcast. I'm thankful for cousins that, you know, follow after the will of God. It makes things, you know, if you do that,
2: change your life. Well, not only your life, but it it can change the life of others, those that we're around. It sparks. Holy Spirit works through each one of us. You know, if a spark sparks in me, it's going to spread the key. David, you, you know, and, and that's what, that's what it's, this podcast is all about is trying to, you know, spread that message from the Holy Spirit to, you know, make it bigger.
0: Part of the spark, um, before you came down for the family get together, um, we had gathered up at the farm to pray for Jeffers when he was diagnosed with cancer. And then you said you wanted to come, but you was pretty bad pain. And it hit me to to pray over you. But then I said, well, David, stand in there and let's pray. And we videoed it and we sent it to you. Right. And that for us has been a spark. Um, It... None of us feel like we're called to the healing ministry we're filled with joy to see people come and and we just say, "Hey, look, we're here we're available. We'll pray for you um and we're starting to see the results that you know for you to drive down three hours and turn around and drive home and you said I didn't know if I was coming this morning. You know, um, that encouraged all of us. So um, a lot of times we get caught up in us and, and what it is about us. And then something happens. And I wanted to let you know that it wasn't just us three that that impacted. And it also, we did the same thing for somebody else and sent a video of us praying and it's putting us out of our comfort zone um, and saying, hey, <laughs> we can do things in a different manner than we've done and see where it leads, what God does through it.
1: Yeah. And I want to tell everybody this. We we look at the floor a lot while we're recording our podcast because if we look at each other, we'll start crying. Um, so tears, that's common. <laughs> we'll. Even when we're recording it at, at the church, we have boxes of Kleenexes sitting next to us. We try not to show that on on the recording, but, but that, that's part of it because it's real it's real to all of us. Yes. Um, I listened to Uncle Tommy talk, and, and you know why is this important? There, there's a bunch of reasons why all of this is important, but and Uncle Tommy was talking to us earlier. I heard my grandpa's voice because there's there's things that grandpa would say or grandma would say that over time, you know, you don't hear. But, but because Uncle Tommy was raised by him, he's got it, right? And I can hear my grandpa talking through Uncle Tommy.
3: Yeah.
4: It's
1: been a long time since I heard grandpa talking to us, right? Right. But this is important because i want i want my kids to hear my grandpa and their uncle tommy and their aunt lois and their cousin scotty and cousin gina i i want them to hear that so this is very important what we're doing i'm so glad this is our first road show this is the first one (laughs) that
3: we've left the sanctuary to do i just want to say something real quick when i seen the video i talked to david uh, the day or two prior and you know, he was reaching out, he was walking the fields. You know, that just meant so much to me.
2: But if, if you could, if you could talk to your great grandchildren, tell them something that, that you would want them to keep near and dear to their heart to help, you know, keep them going through their daily struggles with their walk, help them with, with their walk. Yeah. What would that be? There is
3: something that, that I wrote down. There's a lot there's a lot more to talk about, but we will I'm to go to it if it's okay.
2: This is about you.
3: <laughs> For about the last month I've just been writing down you know, it's a daily devotion I have with the board and I write down my feelings because I don't have the best memory. Sometimes I forget what me and the lord talked about and so i've just jot them down so i can look back and i look at them and i cry i'm like did i write this
2: yeah <laughs> i get you
3: but this was one thing this was something that i i had heard some about in a in a service this last this last sunday we went and visited a a church with one of our cousins and I'm telling you it was just like the Holy Spirit was just it was on fire and it was it was good. But this is all he said. He said, let me tell you about a man. And I jotted down if I can get it out the things that he's done for me. He led me out of darkness and into the light. He seen something to me i failed to see he picked me up when i fell down he loved me when i needed it most he never let me down he is a solid rock that i stand on poured out his spirit upon me he gave me a new song a new lease on life he forgave me he listened when i called his name he is prepared place for me he has a purpose for me he knows my need before I asked of it he broke my chains of bondage and set me free he is always on my mind he never breaks his promises he is my Savior his name
2: is Jesus
3: that same that same Jesus is here for you Never give up. Always put him first in your life, and he'll see you through it. Sometimes you think you can make it on your own, but he's there for us. He gave it all for us. So never forget that. You feel like there's no way out of a situation? Jesus is there. Just turn to him and keep him
2: first in your life, and he will see you through it. That's, that's a good one, for sure. I think that's, that's good for anybody, <laughs> not just. <laughs> what a word. Not just your <laughs> great grandchildren or. Good for all of us. that's was that's good to me. That's right. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's lighten things up a minute. <laughs> all right. Uh, a memory about grandpa that you might have that or the farm a story that you might want to share i most of my memories of grandpa was that
3: he was very disciplined and he meant business and he wanted to do things right he always worked hard he kept people working hard and there was one time we was leaving i don't remember exactly um the trip, but I remember walking back to the truck and getting in and it was, you know, the one time that I remember that he was, you could just feel the love of God. Always seen it in my grandma, but not so much in my grandpa. But I know he loved the Lord. He didn't have no choice but to love the Lord because his (laughs) wife was going to make sure that he loved the Lord. But that's right. That's one memory I have and it was just so it was so good. It was like this is where I want to be. I want to be right here. But that's my memory of grandpa. And as far as my grandma, <laughs> there's there's a lot of memories, but one it wasn't on the farm. It was up here. She came up to visit us. I remember standing in the backyard in that fenced yard over there and she was out there Pitching the ball for me, teaching me how to play ball. She didn't have all this other stuff to do. She took the time and was out there pitching the ball to me and playing ball. Wait a minute. She played.
1: Did did Grandma ever play ball with you? (laughs) No. Grandma ever play ball with you? Scott, I'm pretty sure you're going to be the only one. (laughs) I've never heard of that. That's special
2: treatment right there. But...
1: But that was her. She she had a way to make a connection right. with all of her grandkids. You know, she loved all of us, and she 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 knew it was important to make that connection with you. Right? Yes,
3: and she, she wrote. She wrote a lot. I had a card, but I it's outside in the truck that she wrote us. And one of the the one line in it that always hit me was, "Put your trust in Jesus." But we was talking earlier, and, you know, I always had wondered, you know, why my grandma, she would make this noise, like, "Ah, cha-cha. And, you know, it just, at the time, I didn't know for sure what the reason was, but I just felt it in myself, making noises, and, you know, just lifting my arms up and just letting the Holy Spirit go. Sometimes it gets so much inside of you that you've just got to let it go. And when I said it earlier, Daddy was like, she's praising the Lord. He knew. He knew what she was doing. But I didn't know at the time, but I I see it now. And I tell you what, it's just been it's been an amazing ride that I'm not getting off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to finish this race. Have you found that
0: since you're... Life has taken a turn. That those instances, you remembered them, but now the way you remember them is completely different. It means, it means so much more. It's clearer because I think I think, and this is an opinion, but I think it's because God is using that to to guide us she did it it was it wasn't even second nature to her it was nature it was natural and as she did it we were just seeing it and then as our journey comes around to it
3: we're like it makes so much sense it does you know at the time when i was younger (laughs) i had i had other things on my mind other than my walk with the lord but you know, I've done things that I'm ashamed of, and, you know, I've asked for forgiveness from God, and want to change from those, those ways to walk right with God, and when you do, you start to notice those things really stand out that you really weren't, you've seen it, like when, when I was younger, and I got the card from my grandma for a birthday, and her talking in it, I couldn't read it without crying when I got, I knew, but I wasn't letting it sink in the way it needed to. And, but now like, you know, it's, it's different. I look at things from a a different perspective. The more you get into the word, the word will teach you the way you need to, the way you need to live your life. But being out of the word, just.
2: speaks to you at a different level. Yes. And different times and different seasons. Um, it, it builds us up for what we're about to face. Exactly. You know, you got something you want to add about Grandma or Grandpa?
5: Oh, I do. I have a few stories. Like I told you all earlier, we were just chatting around about my first um, visit to a church. <laughs> I guess it was for Church of God. Mm-hmm. So I, I was probably about seven, I think, moved down South Georgia, and I had never really went to church a lot. And when I did, it might have been just a Baptist church, you know. And it was, I guess, really quiet in there, you know, nothing going on. So I went when, and I sat beside Grandma Bowen, and she, um, uh, she jumped up and shouted, "Praise the Lord and glory, glory!" And I just, it shocked me. I thought, "What? She's doing this in church?" I didn't even know. And I thought it kind of scared me, you know. And then, but ever since then, I tried to go back to a different kind of church, but didn't, I'm not able to. <laughs> I always have to go one where they're shouting or, you know, praising the Lord and not just sitting there and not doing anything. And, and I remember, too, after the church, we always went to her house and ate dinner. She always had a good dinner cook. Everybody come over there and eat dinner. And it was just a good Sunday, every Sunday. And... um. And she did, when she come up here and visited us, she would actually go to the church, she'd go to church with us, and she, and she enjoyed it, and you could tell, sitting there, and she'd pump her fist, yeah. it, it, no matter what, and she's going she's to say, praise the Lord, or glory, or something, you know, and I, and I could still see her smile on her face, <laughs> you know, and hear her voice, like y'all said, y'all could still hear her voice, it's just, but what Grandpa I guess I wasn't around him as much like you know Dave and all and all of y'all were, but I remember that he when he gave you a hug, it wasn't just this little hug, you know. He's gonna give you a bear hug. He's gonna right. make sure that you knew yep. he was gonna give you a hug, you know. So please
2: well, there. I yeah, <laughs> yeah.
5: And he and he did and you know, that was great. But,
2: what what would you wanna share? You got grandbaby,
5: right? Oh yeah, I got one. And is a mess. Okay. Well. <laughs> smart. She's smart as she can be on, on things that, you know, you wouldn't think she would be smart at. But when it comes to anything that has to do with school, writing her name, mm-hmm. <laughs> doing, doing anything with school, she doesn't care anything about it. But anything else, oh, oh she can talk. Has a memory of, of everything. She was oh, Magical. she was at the house the other day. I had to babysit. 13 hours, and a three-year-old, you're tired, I'm 60, I can't really do that anymore, and uh, she, you know, I had to watch her all day long, it was raining outside, so we couldn't go outside and play or anything, so she was on, I was cooking dinner, she was playing with the magnets on the refrigerator, and all of a sudden, I heard her singing, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, Hosanna, Hosanna, and it shot me, I thought, where did you hear that, you know, and she goes to a Christian school. For her pre-K, and, and they're practicing that, I guess, for maybe a little Easter show. I'm not really sure, but I thought, that is so good. That's awesome. Is. And she's
1: it's
0: learning
5: great. that, and, she's, and it's, I guess, in her heart. Yeah. I don't know if she knows what it is, but it's in her heart.
0: But her heart does. Yes. Because she's doing it when it's not expected.
1: Right.
0: If she is doing it at school, oh, at school. Yes. No, she's playing with the magnets at her grandma's house and she's <laughs> doing it, and it's her heart
2: speaking. Her spirit. Yeah. Said it was time.
5: Yep, yep. But <laughs> well, what
2: would you want her babies to know about you and your faith?
5: Uh, <laughs> Weird. Well, um,
1: Scott's got a whole note. I know. Scott's read. good at that. He's
5: better at that <laughs> stuff. He'll read than it, I you know, trust in the Lord, like Scott said, you know. and He'll, he'll guide you the right way. He'll, he'll guide you down the right path. Um, keep the faith, you know. Uh, always you know, love. Be kind to people. You know, treat important. people like you want to be treated. Speak to people like you want to be spoken to, you know. And, and,
2: For not and, being prepared, that's the that's bad thing. Right, right. Yes. <laughs>
5: Yeah, and, and like I said, y'all, I don't like the way my voice sounds when I'm being recorded. So we don't just told her not to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, I think, you know, I, I've talked enough. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All
2: right, you got something on your heart you might want to say? I mean, that you, Of course. I, I mean, besides the, what you've already shared, is uh, i'm sure you got some more you want to say <laughs> david you got a story you want to share before you get started <laughs> me, and,
1: me and scotty was talking about it um just a while ago um, when we were walking through the woods it was like we were 12 years old again I, that was i don't know it was, it was something magical i guess in those woods down there but um Scott said, "This is this is where Ken used to cut some trees down for his firewood business." And I started laughing. And he said, well, "Did he ever get you in on one of them things?" And I said, "All the time." He was the, he was the world's best at starting a project that was going to make us some money, yeah. <laughs> getting some firewood together, or fixing a lawnmower or something. But but we never got the money. (laughs) And then Scott was talking about, we both realized that we both got to the age where we realized we were not going to get paid for the project, but we still helped him. I I loved helping him. He could fix any lawnmower that ever ran. He, He knew what to do to it, to get it running.
3: You know, I've never seen a person in my life that got into so many different kind of jams one way or the other. I don't know how my brother managed to get into it. But I miss those calls at midnight saying, Scott, I got my truck stuck over here on the dam. Um, can you come and get- I didn't even know my brother liked fishing. He said, I've been fishing over here at Lake Ann, and my truck is stuck. <laughs> and I can't get it loose. And he said, I said, how do you get there? He told me, and I drove up, and sure enough, there it was. And we got him unhung. And I know Daddy's done it a few times. I'm sure we all have. But I just miss that, you know, being able to help him out.
1: Yeah. He took me fishing a pretty good bit when I was little. He let me hang out with him.
2: I remember the go-karts.
1: Yeah, he always had something, a motorcycle no, go-kart, he something he was working on, cars, <laughs> dragsters. <laughs> you know.
5: Ken liked to trade, you know, he would trade a, a good go-kart for a broken-down bicycle. Right. Thought he had a deal on it. <laughs> he would trade some of my jewelry. and take that out of my jewelry. <laughs> Give it to somebody in school. <laughs> That's why I miss him, too. <laughs>
3: Oh yeah. I remember he took the stall doors off the bathroom in elementary yeah, school. He
5: did. He got He'd done all of kinds of crazy many stuff. Times. And you wouldn't think Ken would do anything like that. You know? <laughs> it was like he was so quiet all the time, but he would have gotten most trouble. At yeah, he
1: was like a sneaky smart <laughs> though. It was weird.
5: Uh, it was a school trip. <laughs> they caught him shooting them off of the
4: porch I don't know where they stand
2: if y'all couldn't hear that that was Uncle Tommy talking in the background telling us about Ken taking bottle rockets on a school trip to
0: Washington D.C.
2: Washington D.C. Man, he would be thrown in prison <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, no fear <laughs> he took his hunting knife to school with him to show his friends uh, and they took it away from him and suspended him for I think it was just three days yeah. but he didn't ever get his knife back or nothing. I finally went over to the school and gave him a little discipline to let him know that we didn't appreciate that and I told them I didn't appreciate them having to call me every few weeks. <laughs> oh man. They told me I couldn't discipline them over there, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it helped a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Scarly?
3: Yes.
2: What's, What's on your heart, buddy?
3: I've got another another verse that's been on my heart. You know, listening to the podcast, I've heard Philippians 4.13 a few times. Some people have quoted that. And I got to looking at it, and I just went back a couple of verses. And let me find my glasses here so I can see. It says, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and both to uh, both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. And then I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. So looking back at that, this was one that really taught me and I feel like I was content. I was content with the things that the Lord had provided for me. You know, I'm content with my job. Or I needed to be content with my job. (laughs) And content with, you know, with the things going on in my life. I've got a vehicle to be able to go back and forth to work. I've got a house. I've got a wonderful family. But... To be hungry. I'm like, be content and be hungry at the same time. I didn't really understand it. But to be hungry for the Lord. To have that hunger. I didn't have that hunger. And I just basically asked the Lord and prayed that he would give me that hunger. The Holy Spirit. That he would fill me. Give me a double portion. And... he has yeah. that's
2: the
3: truth it's changed a lot and it's like you know you can't control your emotions at that time you know it's, it's so many things I'm preaching to myself all the time there's a song all the time mm-hmm. and I'll just be having church at work
2: uh-huh. i'll tell you what i got
3: i get things done at work and <laughs> i get my job done but it used to be there was a song on my heart But if something went wrong, I turned back to those ways. And I would get mad and I would say something I shouldn't say or do something I shouldn't do. And I was like, how do I overcome this? But through the Holy Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit, you can overcome those those troubles that you go through. And that's just, I'm glad that the Lord revealed that to me. You know, to be content, but to also be hungry. And also Romans twelve, two, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You know, there was there's a saying that um, our pastor had talked to us about, and I thought, you know what, this is, I don't feel like this is me now, when he was preaching it, but it hit so hard and made so much sense. It said, I am the victor, and not the victim. So many people in life today feel like they're victims when, you know, if they could just step back, look over themselves. And just realize that the Lord has got your back. Trust in Him. You are victorious. In the end, we win. But that victim lifestyle just will just take you down the wrong roads. And I'm just so thankful that the Lord is looking out for me. That He never gave up on me. I've got... Something else that I would like to share too. Come on. It's okay.
2: It's about you, buddy. Come on.
3: Uh, it's it's not about me.
2: It's about Christ. Well, it's, it's your turn to share. Okay. How about that? Well, we were
0: willing to drive four hours for you to share with us about Christ. So we'll give you another three hours and 21 minutes.
2: And then we'll discuss when it if we need to go further. When y'all got to be home? Right. Tomorrow by. I was just going to give you
0: four hours like our trip up here. We was going to give you the. We wasn't going to hold you to the other four hours we got to drive by. I'm
3: going gonna, I'm gonna to cut it short. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. I'm going to uh, let everybody else have <laughs> no, everybody we else we at 10 in the morning. Yeah. Well, you're going to miss breakfast. Don't breakfast start at 9.30? 30? get it's one of the ladies it. to
2: make okay. it Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> All right. I just jotted this down. You know, when the right after my reading of the word, I was in devotion with God and I just wanted to write down who God is to me. He's the Alpha and the Omega. My God doesn't see the outside, He looks on the inner. My God believed in me when I didn't. My God is victorious. My God made a way when there seemed to be no way. My God bore my sickness and pain. My God is my foundation. My God knew me before I existed. My God knows my thoughts. My God is always on time. My God rewards those who diligently seek him. My God saved Daniel from the lion's den. My God was the fourth man in the fiery furnace. My God breaks down barriers. My God defeated death, hell, and the grave. My God prepared the place for me. My God laid down his life for me. My God loves. My God listens. My God cares. My God is the great I am. My God has never failed. My God forgives. My God has a purpose for me. My God is a way maker. My God is a healer. My God is a provider. And My God is the way, the truth, and the life. That's who God is to me, and I'm so thankful.
2: Yes.
0: And with that, I don't think I, uh, you can't put the word "but" in any of those statements. That's right. We do all the time. And we're talking about us, but when when we when, when we use The descriptions of God can't say but and and that's for everybody that's not for just us sitting here talking um and and one of the things when Scott was talking earlier Scotty was talking earlier um I was thinking about was too many times we try to fix us like he was saying he thought I can do this on my own we try to get it right before We turn it over. And all he's sitting there saying is. Just let go of it. That's right. Turn to me. Let go of it. Uh, uh, Last year when, when daddy. The night. As his body was shutting down. I got in his ear. And I was going daddy. Let this body go. It's nothing. It's trash. Because it was. Just that. It's the bag that. That. God breathes life into. But when it's your time to go. It's over. And and he held on. And, and the next morning. In less than 45 seconds. He went from having the color of life in his body. To having nothing. He went white in about 45 seconds. And took his last two breaths. With us in the room. And I thought how striking that comes to us but at the same time ours as believers it's so comforting to know that there is no but there, there's none it's, it's exactly those descriptions about God and we can count on it we can take it to the bank every day of the week and not even flinch But we sell him short for us. I might say it about Michael. Now remember, God's got this. You don't have to worry about it for him. But then I'm going through the same thing and I may say, but. What we got to do is hold each other accountable. When I start saying, but, you read me that description of God. When, when, you, there's going to come a time and you may say, but your wife's going to say, uh uh-uh, uh, uh-uh, no buts. You know, Michael does it to me all the time. David, uh, David does it. But we have to do it for one another um, so that we remember what God's true character is mm-hmm. and we don't inject. What
3: our earthly mind can perceive, it's got to be with our spirit. I know there's been a lot of occasions where Cassie has stepped in and like, you got to, you got to watch it, you got to be careful. You got to watch what you say. Don't be that way. You need to stop. So, you know that's what we're, what we're there for. You know, and I think as far as a relationship, I think when you put God first. So much stronger. It's been a good, very good relationship, (laughs) but it's even better.
4: Yeah. Cassie,
1: you have anything you want to add? Y'all should have saw that. (laughs) (laughs) That that That's one of the times when we wish we could video it. We don't. Hey, we (laughs) don't
3: fight. We don't argue. We get along. I'm going to tell you something. This happened several years ago. And some people might get mad at me about saying this, but it's the truth. I was stuck in my ways. We was outside working on a picnic table, and I knew what I was doing. I was the man, and my wife come out there, and she's trying to tell me you need to do it this way, (laughs) and I wasn't listening. And she told me you just need to listen and work with me on this, and. I did. I said, you know what? I thought, well, if this doesn't work out, what have I got to lose? (laughs) And it worked out exactly the way she said it. And I thought, hey, I can work with my wife. But it was my stubbornness that was standing in the way. And, you know, I think that we work very good together on things like that now. I just had to step back and listen and not be the stubborn person that I had been, and um work with my wife, and we worked through it. So, yeah, well, Tell everybody about
1: your girls. My girls? Yeah. Some of our cousins, they don't get to see each
2: other. You got to say their names, and you yes, got right. their ages. Yep. Well, we've got two girls. Cheyenne Maeve.
3: She's 24. We named her after our grandma. We just... We spell it with M A E, B E. Her sister or her grandma likes to call her Maeve rather than <laughs> Cheyenne. And um, very smart girl, beautiful girl. She is in her fourth or fifth fifth year of working. She went through college, high school, then college, graduated with an associate's degree, and she works and they do the I guess they pay the bills for all the McDonald's restaurants. She's been there for a while, and she does very good at it. She can pick up anything and learn it, and she can train you how to do it. She is super smart. She, you know, when she was born, I, I gave that girl all my smarts. It took a little bit of time. It did. It took a little bit of time for it to sink in because when she was young, they thought she might have a problem with reading. But she went to school and had a reading buddy. And, you know, it's hey, this girl graduated at the top of her class, oh, right. right there, top, top two in her class. And her little sister, Emmy Bowen, she's a teacher. She graduated high school at the top of her class, she was top four or five. And um, she went to college and got her degree to be a teacher, but she's a para-pro at this time. And she's going to Gordon State College to get her um, bachelor's degree to where she can become a full-time teacher. And she has a passion for those kids Right where she needs to be.
5: That's
3: awesome. Okay, I got two
5: daughters, Kristen and Courtney, both two, and they're both nurses. And they make good money. They make more money than their mother does. <laughs> and I have worked for years. <laughs> and I haven't caught up with how much money they make. makes me kind of jealous. <laughs> but uh, they're both smart, too. And a good thing about them, they call me every day. I mean, Kristen, she may call me three times a day. And you want your kids to call you. <laughs> you know, you don't want to be out there and not hear from them. And she, she calls, calls Everybody, just about every day, she, she does. Check, she checks in with. She what does. She does she does, and that's she checks. It that's is. Right. that's walking the fields, right? And she wants to invite herself over at my house. I usually don't invite people over, but she's like, "Mom, and cook me a meal, and I'll come over <laughs> and <laughs> visit you." Okay, that's fine, and you know, and and she's got a little girl, Addison, and and Addison's almost four, and like I say. Earlier, she's smart. I mean, that girl, she remember You don't say things you don't want her to repeat anything. <laughs> she's going to remember it and That's bring right. it up to you. I know. And, and they live close to me, which is good. So they can come see me. I, I see them more often than I do. Courtney. And Courtney's my youngest daughter. She lives in Canton. So it's about a two-hour drive for, from me. I don't see her as often. Um, but she's a nurse. smart and beautiful and she checks on me, but not as much as Kristen does. But <laughs> she's busy, you know. But well, um, well,
2: that may change now.
5: It might change now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if she hears it. Yeah, yeah. so uh, in there, in, she's not married. She's still single. And um, but she's got a, a really nice boyfriend that we all like. <laughs> and we hope that we keep him in the family. So, um, No pressure. No <laughs> pressure, but... And then of course my son-in-law, we love him, and um, Kristen couldn't have married a, a better guy, uh-huh. you know. So and they're all happy. It makes me happy because I, I did a good job. They say, "Mom, yeah. did a good job." <laughs> <laughs> they have to tell me, "You did a good job, Mom." <laughs> I said, "Thank you."
1: <laughs> and all of them's helping people. That, yeah. They're helpers. Exactly.
2: They're all givers. They're giving. That's right. Votes. And telling
5: about Kristen's uh she got the other. Yeah, She mm-hmm. works in ICU. You can tell them. You, you talk. Well, <laughs> I, I've talked. Let's, let's let you talk a little bit. Get up here. <laughs> well, Kristen, uh, I think she put this on Facebook, too, but she sent us a text where she got an award. She was nominated by some of the patients' families and uh, I think also the by nurses. the nurses. She got three nominations. I.C. I would just like to read the thing that they said about her, but I can't because I don't have it. Yeah. But it was, she, people appreciated her as being a good nurse, you know. It is. It
2: is. So we was having a conversation a while ago with Uncle Tommy. Um, He was telling us some, some stories and David was asking some questions. Uh that was that was good stuff to me. Just hearing him talk share.
4: The reason I don't talk much is because my memory's so short, I don't remember what it was about. <laughs> but
2: but I appreciate you talking to us. We do we do appreciate you talking to us. Well
4: I'm glad to do it when something comes to mind. Uh
2: but I think you know, David, yeah. made the, he, he asked you the right questions, didn't he? Yeah, he must
4: have. <laughs> I was talking about daddy some while ago, and he don't get brought up a whole lot in this, because like you say, mama was the one that was the leader in our salvation. Daddy just come along. And he didn't come along too good at first. That's <laughs> right. He used to have other things to do that he thought was more important. And on the farm, if it weren't nothing but walk around the field, see how the corn was growing, but uh, he finally got to where he took the proper interest in the Lord and started going to church with Mama on regular, but. Before that, Mama took us every day in that old truck. She'd have the back of the truck loaded. And <laughs> it was almost loaded with just us and Grandpa, and Grandpa Jacobs. And she would go by and pick up the Brooker family and on the way to church. And she always was working with people, getting them in church and getting them to know Jesus. and. Right. Uh, but daddy was more into discipline than us. And as growing up children, we really didn't know if he loved us or not because he, was, he didn't have the compassion that mama did. And he just wanted us to do right and, and work and do like we're supposed to. But when I was 10, I was put in the hospital in savannah for a surgery on my neck and had to stay there for 22 days i think but anyhow daddy took me and stayed there through the surgery and when he had to leave going home he broke down and the tears just started rolling down his cheeks. that's when i knew he loved me yeah but uh that's he had he had compassion that we didn't realize, and he was a good daddy, and a lot of ways he he did things for us that we didn't pay no attention to until we got older and now we know that he he was a good daddy, but some of the younger children he was a little more. <laughs> had something more for him than just discipline <laughs> it, but me and Linda Mavis probably didn't didn't know he had any love at all <laughs> we thought he just wanted to whip us and make us do right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he was a good daddy yeah. <clears throat> there's a lot of A lot of things I can remember that growing up that happened before most of them came along. I remember when I was in the first second grade one morning at the time we was having to walk to school or I was and uh, Mitchell and a group would come by the house by the bungalow going over to Mount Olive to school and I would catch them as they come by and walk with them. It was about two miles. And When one morning we didn't get up in time and Daddy had gone to work, he was, it was during part of the year that he worked at Pierce Trading Company. And when I missed them, Mama woke up and realized that I had missed them. And I was gonna have to walk to school by myself for. And she knew that I didn't like to do that because Jack Jacobs' grandpa, Heron over there, had an old bad dog that we had to go by. (laughs) And we all would bunch up when we went by that dog. Some of them weren't afraid to run him off, but one, I was afraid he'd tackle me. (coughs) But anyway, she got me up and I had to go and harness up the old mule and hitch her to the wagon, the mule and wagon. Mama took me to school in the Mule and Wagon, and we went over there, past Mr. Herring's and across that branch, it's on the, uh, I forgot the name of that road, but Bailey Road crosses it going toward Blackshear.
1: Dean Steele?
4: Dean Steele Road. After you crossed the creek down there, past Mr. Herons, there's an old woods road that went around to the school up in there. and. She took me up there to the schoolhouse and I remember Miss Mary Rollison, my teacher, telling me how pretty my mama was. <laughs> <laughs> so hey. but, uh, that's,
1: that's almost where the, the school is now, right?
4: Well, I don't know. Mount Olive, it's over there on, on uh, College Avenue Extension, that, right, right across from the Grotty Farm. It's where it was. It's been torn down a long time, I guess. No, I, but everybody in that part of the country went there to the first, second, third, and fourth grades. And when I was in the fifth grade, we moved to Blackshear to school. They consolidated the county schools. And we all went down to school. But I was trying to think the other day who my 4th grade teacher was, but I was the only one I couldn't remember. <laughs> I, I, it seems like it might have been Miss Simpson, but was, there's was a little miss in there that I can't remember. I remember Mr. Agnes Oden was when I got to Black to Main Street.
2: You've done a lot better than me remembering that far back, <laughs> I can tell you that. It's been a good
0: day. Oh yeah, awesome day.
4: Thank you, Lord. <laughs> thank the Lord for letting the weather clear up.
0: It yeah. Was, oh, it's beautiful. It
4: was rough this morning before y'all got here.
0: <laughs> oh. We're gonna close in prayer, dear Lord. We just thank you for this time. We thank you for for family. Thank you for them welcoming us in, but that. You have shown up, and really you've showed out. We just pray that you would continue to use this family to work in the lives of those around here. They're an extension right up here. And we hope that we can can have the same love for those around us, two different places, so that we can better show people who you are. I just thank you for them being good examples to their kids, to us. We just pray that you would bless them with health, healing, whatever they need. That You would just bless them with it right now. We just thank you for all that you're doing for them in Jesus' name.